0: hey what's up everybody uh welcome to a, uh, another episode of the week in crime <laughs> and policing with mayo and meso my name is mark DeMeo. um joining me tonight is my co-host angel masonette we are both retired nypd detectives and here we're here to cover what happened this week um lucky for us we have some breaking news and it's
1: uh, what's up folks
0: yeah, yeah, this is uh, this just happened. I told Angel about it two seconds ago, but here you go. Alleged scooter driver surrenders to police in stray bullet killing of Kiarate, Kiarate who's only 11 years old. His name is Omar Bojang, and I guess the heat was on. For those of uh, you joining us tonight, if you're not from New York City and you're not familiar with the case, oh, baby. Go ahead, Angel. Take it over.
1: So, 11 years old. She was uh, outside of a nail salon. She was going to get her nails done. Um, these two savages were on a moped. Uh, they had a apparently a gang dispute with another kid or another individual. Uh, the uh, driver was obviously driving on the sidewalk. The shooter, who is 15, right. He was uh, shooting at this uh, other savage, and he missed. And he shot her in the stomach. She walked into the nail salon. She collapsed. Said her belly hurt, and she died. Damn. So,
0: the the other boy that they were shooting at was thirteen years old, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, we have
0: a fifteen-year-old, a thirteen-year-old, and an eighteen-year-old.
1: So these are. <clears throat> this is part of the direct consequence of. Police not being able to be proactive. I mean, you you see these mopeds all over the fucking city, right? If you When I was a cop, when I was on patrol you two, Mark, <clears throat> these mopeds were few and far between. Why? Because we would either chase them down and knock their asses off the mopeds or we would grab them and we would lock them up and then destroy the mopeds. These you, Cops can't be proactive, so now um, people are driving by on mopeds and you're not tossing them, right? You're not searching them. You're not stopping them because why? Why? Because you'll probably get in trouble. Or if the kid crashes, they're going to sue you and then you lose your job. So cops can't be proactive. So now this is a direct result of these progressive policies and this defund the police bullshit and tying the hands of your police. And now this little girl died. And I don't know if you saw the clip of her mother, but my wife showed me the clip. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, if he thought he was a man when he had that gun, he thought he was a man when he was on the back of that scooter. He thought he was a man when he shot my daughter and killed her. Let him be a man and do his time, and it was like—I mean—I was almost in tears. It was—it was like unbelievable. I don't even know how they're standing. I really don't. Beautiful. That's,
0: girl. Yeah, Aisha sure. Gomez—that's the mother right there.
1: Yeah, and that's the dad. And uh, yeah. he's Cambodian. Yeah, he's Cambodian.
0: He, unconsolable. The dad was. They said,
1: "Oh, it's horrible." It, the it,
0: mother's—the mother's doing the statements because the father can't even bring himself to talk.
1: What do you? Um, like, how do you reason it? Like, what do you do? Like, listen, <clears throat> I'm not an uber religious guy. I believe in God. I pray every night. Um, Something like this happens. You got to question. It questions your faith. I mean, you question why, like what everybody, you know, you always say God has a plan and I believe that. Right. Cause I'll never question, but you, you have to, at that point, it's like, why? You know, what is the reason that my daughter, do- my God bless our kids, right? What's the reason her mm-hmm. daughter got taken from her? Their daughter got taken from her by this savage. And and now the, the precedent is set, right? What are they going to do to him? The raise the age law now. Uh, he can't be prosecuted as an adult um, if he's under the age of 18. When we were on the job, it was 16. Now it's mm-hmm. 18 years old. So what are they going to do? Are they going to send him to family court? Are they going to put him in a juvenile holding Uh, For five, six years, and then release him back into the population. I'm sorry, Um, I'm not interested in rehabbing that kid, and I'm sure his parents, her parents, aren't either. That fucking kid should not be in society. None of them. Fucking lock him up and throw the fucking key away.
0: Yeah, I I definitely I I agree with you 100%. You know, having a daughter and you as well. It's just, uh, it's, I could never be the same. I would never be the same, Um, and and nobody should have to deal with this. And in, in regards to the scooters, you know, the the other, the flip coin of that is that, you know, we went from a city where we had the best mass transit, probably, you know, one of the best in the world anyway. Um, convenient to get around. Uh, you can't go on the subway anymore. We'll talk about that in a second. It's just, uh, how, how do you get to work? I don't know. But um, uh, the buses, same thing. And they've created these uh to, to avoid bringing cars into the city um they've created these bike lanes now with the bike lanes you're also introducing not just bikes but now you got electric bikes and not just electric bikes but you have these small uh little motorcycles these rebels that company and there's other companies then you also have scooters and the electronic scooters and those scooters are like forget about it there's it's there's like so many yeah. oh yeah 30 40 if you want um it's uh the mode of transportation, obviously convenient for people that live in the city and don't want, you know, but, um you know, along with that being able that you got dirt bikes that are on the road now, they they congregate wow. together, the 10, quad. 15 of these people.
1: They're all over the heights, all over the heights in Harlem, the quads, uh, the scooters, the dirt bikes, no helmet. No, no helmet. not legal. The cops don't do shit. Why? Again, why? Because if they're proactive and they go after these people, um, you know, they're gonna get in trouble. They're gonna get in trouble. This fucking this this mayor now wants these cops, uh, after they have an interaction with the public, like they're a freaking Uber Eats driver, mm-hmm. they're giving them a survey so they could go online and fill out a survey and rate their service.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't did you hear about this?
0: I heard vaguely about it today. Yeah.
1: What is he like? And then and, and on top of that, he's, he's, he's talking about running for president. Like we, yeah, that's, whole,
0: that's like, not, that's not a secret that, that came out. I remember we were talking about that. It was like a rumor amongst anybody no, who was on the job and, yeah. you know, still keeps remotely in touch with it somehow. And uh, somebody mentioned to me that, you know, he has aspirations of, of running for president so i thought okay if that's the case then he's probably going to want to do one hell of a job here and clean up the city at least we're going to be the beneficiaries of that and nothing could be further from the truth the, the that the bozo left crime has gotten even higher this guy's going to the med gala with a stupid suit on that says uh, no gun violence uh, he's asking people to take pictures of cops on phones, not knowing that the cops use the department phone for everything now. Mm-hmm. And now he wants you to call a survey. Like what, what is that going to do? And you know what they just did too? They turned back the clock on because they were going to lose 5,000 officers Yeah, and they can't afford to.
1: Well, so, I just got a memo. Someone sent me a memo and I can't reveal who it is. That's starting May, uh, May. uh, yeah, this May month. 30th, Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting to the dismiss if they're not if they don't go to one PP, um, or the medical division to get their at least their first shot, they're gonna get their pink slips. Um,
0: I I read something the opposite. I read they they're pushing back the whole thing.
1: They're pushing back the whole thing. Um, uh, they're doing it's it's kind of a ruse, right? They want to keep. So what they want to do is they want to keep a certain amount of cops because obviously they know the city's going to get it. The harder it gets, the worse it gets, right? Mm -hmm. We all know that. Um, But I just got several, not all, several of these members are getting um, the uh, notice. And it might be the one jab versus the second jab. Maybe it's the people that got one jab and they want them to go get the second jab or they're, they're letting them stay because they have one jab. But this one said if you don't have at least one vaccination, by the end of May, by May thirtieth, right? Because thirty days have September, April, June, then November. Okay, thirty first. By May thirty first, I have it on my phone, but I have my phone with me. It's in the room. Um you are going to be handed your pink slip May thirty first. So you have well, forty five hundred members of the service. Don't do that. Don't you know?
0: Right. four thousand Forty <laughs>
1: getting upset. Forty five hundred members of the service, more than four a little it's five
0: thousand, approximately five thousand. And I, because I just read the article that I read mentioned one officer who says, "If I would have known, he's just got his first job, uh, jab." Um, he said, "I wouldn't have got it if I would have known that they, they were going to." So, whoever wrote this article was misinformed, or whoever's telling you is misinformed. Because no, this is from
1: a high-ranking. This is I got this from a high-ranking uh, official. Sure.
0: All right, because apparently. The, the mayor said um, we're going to have to postpone it because we can't afford to lose 5,000 cops. You want me to
1: get the so, – I'll, I'll get it and I'll read it. Nah,
0: that's nah, all right. Okay. All right. Let's say hello to the people in the chat. Yeah, let's do that. Let's Before we go to the next story and lighten things up. Well, the next story is not going to be any lighter either, I warn you. All right. The, the truth, the truth says, uh, oh, no, monkeypox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Bailey, Ryan Investigative Group.
0: That's Bill. Bill Ryan. Investigate. He's out there, man. He's out there catching husbands cheating. So be careful out there, fellas.
1: (laughs) Mind your manners. (laughs) Little Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Ariel.
0: (laughs) Ariel. Louisa. Hi, Mark and Angel and the POC chat. Hi, Louisa. Milwaukee civilian. She says uh, he says hello to everybody. And I hope you're all doing very well this evening. Judith Lyons. Hello, everybody.
1: Pauline Buckles, Kathy Bates.
0: Kathy Bates, I did get your Instagram. We're friends now on Instagram. Thank you oh for for uh taking me on as a friend on Instagram. Uh who else we got here?
1: London Girl. Eastern Hi. boys and Western girls. Remember that song?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Who was that? That was uh Oh shit. Um Ah oh, I forget. It's not Duran oh, Duran, oh. isn't it? No, it was
1: some punk punk group uh 80s punk group. She'll tell us. Yeah. Um Griffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Every time I see your name, Ruthann Griffin, I always think about <laughs> what was the cartoon? Uh the Griffin's uh Family Guy. Oh, family guy. Family. Yeah. I always think about Peter Griffin. Family guy. Peter <laughs> Griffin, yeah. Uh let's see Well, Anybody? Dawn Marie's in the house. Hi, Dawn Marie.
1: Yeah.
0: Bob Cosmet. Uh he says terrible and dreadful news. Yep. Dawn Marie. Hi, Dawn Marie. Lorna McKenzie. I don't know if we got to you yet, but hello. Wiles Pony. I hate to defund the police movement. Yeah, everything that the the, the progressives have attempted to do, and, well, they didn't attempt to do. They did it, and they screwed up everything. But everything is slowly being reversed. Uh, One of them is, uh, we'll we'll talk about the crime uh, next, this horrible, horrendous crime that happened on Sunday. But it's coincidence that it's not a coincidence that there's an article in the paper talking about um, how much money the MTA is losing somewhere in the neighborhood of $119 million a year. So uh, that is uh, the prerequisite, as far as I'm concerned, of letting you know, folks, that if you're one of these people that avoids your fare, they're probably going to figure out a way to uh, start giving you summonses that are effective. Yep. Either that or locking you up for it, because um, what happened on Sunday, and, you know, uh, let's just say uh, we'll go with that right now. Pauline Rabe is here. I think we got to have a girl Friday.
1: Pete, Pete. LT, Harlem Raiders, good to see you. We'll come back to
0: the comments in a second, but let's uh, let's pick up on this story because um, this, is, this is horrible, horrible news. Uh, this gentleman right here, his name is um, – Daniel Enriquez is 48 years old. He worked for Goldman Sachs as a banker. Um, It was Sunday about 11 a.m. He was on the subway heading into the city to go catch up with some of his friends to have brunch from Brooklyn to Manhattan. He took the Q train and then uh, he was approached by this person and shot right in the chest for no reason, no provocation. There was no argument. There was no conversation. Um, out of the blue, this guy paced. This guy was pacing up and down the subway car, um, and and he pulled out a gun and just shot that poor guy right in the chest, dead. Did you I see when? They, did you what? see when they
1: released? When they released his description? Did you see the description that they put of the shooter?
0: No, tell me what was it? I can, uh, <laughs> I can only imagine
1: Mail so most out most news outlets said male
0: what um, Mo- most oh, male
1: just male mm-hmm. uh there was a couple that said dark skinned male mm-hmm. nobody said black male nobody mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. they refuse to do it they won't say it
0: well i mean that's the that's the, the giveaway right there if they don't tell you it's a white male or a hispanic male you you know you don't have to guess how many more look and we got to get rid of these Why guys though? to cut out we Why have, have to say it uh, who uh, you know does it make a difference
1: it does we, to me
0: it's a hidden, it's it's a hidden code though. Look at his hands and tell me, or maybe they're gloves. Maybe no. uh, uh, I'm just saying. What, what what else could you be holding He's back from? He's we have to get him. rid of the masks. It's done with the masks. They don't work. They only work for people out there committing crimes. This is what his sister had to say. Her name is uh, Griselda Vile. One of Enriquez's three siblings told the Times that he was making his way to brunch via the subway, something which he hadn't used in the pandemic because he was worried about his health. It's horrible. So now he's finally comfortable enough, like many New Yorkers, to take the subway again. Go meet his and he feels uh, with this uh, COVID, hopefully it's gone. And uh, he finally feels comfortable to take the subway again. And then... Um,
1: he gets killed by the savage.
0: He gets killed, not by COVID, not by catching anything. You know what he caught? he caught a bullet. That's what it is.
1: Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Rest in
0: peace, Daniel. That sucks. Man. Eureka, Enriquez, and uh, to your family, man. Uh Sorry, help. man. Sorry we couldn't be there for you to help you. This is on a Sunday at 11 o'clock. You know, we keep talking about this, but, um, you know, there's a saying called broad daylight. Remember that? Got killed yeah. in broad daylight. You, you nice. don't have to say that anymore because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's true. It doesn't matter. There's crazy people on the subway. Who knows how this guy had a, got a gun? You know, the only other thing you can think about is an assassin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you wanted to kill somebody, remember how back in the day, if you wanted to kill somebody and get away with it, what would you do? You would sprinkle cocaine on them, right? Oh, this is a drug thing. And uh, uh, case closed. You know what I'm saying? Right or wrong. Remember that? Yeah. People yeah. who wanted to, you know, uh, kill, clear yeah. the path. So that nobody's looking for me. You just sprinkle a bag of coke. Um now, if you wanted to kill somebody,
1: just find a way to put them on the train. That's it. Put them on the subway. It's the train. The New York City subway system is the next Killing Fields. That's it. Uh, I don't know how the that movie. Did
0: it, you see that movie, the Killing Fields? Um, no. That's this one movie the, I didn't see. I, I regret it.
1: This is the next uh, Killing Fields, New York City subway system.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. It's it's, it's so, so bad. I don't know how anybody scary. does it. Um you know, I, I, I don't go on the subway or the trains. And this is before now anyway. I didn't go before anyway. Neither, either both of us. were too big to go on the train. As soon as you get on the subway, if you're six foot four, people start looking at you like you're the savior. Oh, thank God he's here. He's yeah. going to save us. No, I'm not. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to fall asleep standing up right here like this.
1: Well, let me tell you, when I, when I first retired from the police department and I got my job in the private sector, I was taking the train to and from work every day for 16 months. I was in the subway, and um, I put a nice tactical light on my Glock um, that I had in my waist, and I always had an extra magazine. And this was in 2014 when I retired, mm-hmm. and I was always trapped, and I was ready to go on the subway. Um, and I used to tell my coworkers, "If you see the cops running one way, run the other way." So, well,
0: you know, I told anyways. I told my girlfriend. I said, so "When you uh, we first started dating, um, I was like." Uh, you know, taking somebody who's not from New York City onto the subway was a cool thing to do. Show them around. You know, go on the subway, check it out. All right, it's sm- it smelled a little bit, we're well, not not the cleanest thing in the world. But you'd have to be out of your mind right now to take somebody if you're visiting a tourist. Oh, let's go jump on the subway right now and take a take a look around. No, that's over. Over. That's over. And you know what? They I read that they did three sweep not sweeps, but they they were documented that Q train, there was three different times where officers were either on the platform or on the train. And, you know, whenever we're talking about the phones earlier, how you, you know, they, they had, wherever you are, that's your memo book. So that's at a- least on three different occasions within the hour or, or a couple hours, they had cops on that train or at the station. It doesn't matter. You have, you have mental p- Oh, you don't like this, but you have crazy people. Mm. You don't. You don't. You wouldn't describe this guy as a crazy person, unless he's an assassin. What is he doing? There was no argument, unprovoked, looking a for savage. a victim. He's, he's a, a savage. I, that along with it too, but
1: I don't, he's I don't not think he's mentally ill. He's a savage criminal who did they it didn't something. rob him. There was no robbery. He's so he just he's a savage just criminal. Real, all right.
0: if, if there's people out there that just want to kill somebody else that they never met. Um, they're probably not dealing with a full deck. I think that's a reasonable thing to say. So that means
1: so. That means everybody who commits a crime. I'm not like,
0: looking to get him out of jail. He's, he You can go to prison with God. everybody else. He they're can't gonna, claim yeah. insanity.
1: They're gonna plead insanity, right? Even though they've never been clinically diagnosed, just because they're wandering mm. around the subways and they're shooting people. No, I'm not. I disagree. You're not. Listen, if you know how to get up, wipe your ass, feed yourself, and put your legs, your pants on one leg at a time, right? And go to the soup kitchen, then you're not mentally fucking ill. You know how to take care of yourself.
0: I could do all that. The pants one leg at a time is tough, though. <laughs> that was like kind of sort of trip when I'm doing it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, we're too tall. I think. <coughs> Let's see what we got going on, because I want to see what the people are saying in the chat uh, about what we're talking about this subway thing. Anybody got any ideas on that?
1: So Peter Pranzo has a good. Uh, I repeat myself time and time again. Reopen the jails and mental wards mandatory sentences for violent crime
0: one of the things about the mental wards was that if you you went to prison you got a sentence okay you you were going to come out if you served good time at the end of your sentence there's no guarantee you are ever getting out of the mental ward it actually a lot of people wound up spending more and more time much more time incarcerated in a mental ward than they did in a prison and that's
1: fine with me there That's fine with me. People, I believe. Who the hell am I? I believe there are certain people that do not belong in society after they. Yeah, dis- I agree with you. A guy who, a person who molests a child, a person who commits a murder, do you uh, unjustified? I mean, they belong under the jail. Like, leave them in there. Stop all this bleeding heart bullshit. And we're going to get into the one who shot the cop, and they decided not to prosecute. You don't. These people don't deserve to be amongst. Good, honest, hardworking people. They're savages, and they belong in cages or mm-hmm. under the cage. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Gina,
0: Gina F., animals belonging in cages are put down. Agrees agree with you 100%. I agree with you, too. Okay. I'm not arguing with you. I think we need, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, uh, who is the guy uh, Colin Quinn, here uh, in his one-man show, he talks about how it's a shame that forty-nine percent of the people have to be upset at who's president, and we should divide the country. And I was in agree with with him, but now I'm thinking instead of breaking it up, red and blue states. What we should do is we should have a half, uh, maybe half the country, a quarter of the country, all the criminals, all the mental patients, all together, and anybody else wants to live with them gets to live over there, and then um, the rest of us get to live in peace and harmony,
1: yeah.
0: and if you want to, if you commit a crime, a uh, uh, violent crime, then you get to go s- spend time or, or the rest of your life with in the other part of the country, and that's where you you build the wall. You know, hey, we so start off we start off in Portland, we'll give him yeah. por- uh, Portland, Oregon. Give him give him Oregon, and work from there. Then you could work in uh Minnesota. Minnesota, you could do, and you could do. um you know what I'm saying? You could always get out. Listen, if you don't, if you don't want to stay there, you can get out. But you got to behave yourself.
1: Listen, it's there are so we got to have mandatory minimums, and they got to increase them, right? And instead of this bail reform garbage and this social justice, criminal justice reform bullshit, mandatory minimum. And you get caught with an illegal firearm. Um, you should do a mandatory whether you use it or not. If you have an illegal firearm and you and you get caught, you should do a minimum of fifteen years. That's if it. You
0: like a great example. Um, we don't have anyway, before I go there, Kim Alliston and Lolita uh Vinces. Uh Angel, are you still thinking of putting yourself forward for mayor of New York and Angel needs to run for mayor? There you go. So uh are you I think I would imagine that you're you're even more excited about running for mayor now. <sighs>
1: I got a, I got a lot of people that are reaching out to me and trying to convince me to do it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have the I don't know. I don't know if I have the patience to do it to be honest with you. I really don't. I'm
0: couple, hey listen, you, you a couple of people going to get smacked around. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Bates, don't classify all people with MHI who do the right thing like take their meds. Properly take uh, care of it. Oh man. yeah, it's this, not this is nothing. Porn. We're talking about violent people oh, right. right now who are out there committing crimes. Good just point. Like yeah, we're not we're not shitting right. on mentally.
1: No, I had but, to leave. You know, there are people out there that are mentally ill and that are you know functioning in society. They work right. They have jobs. They're they're design, they're, they're they're diagnosed bipolar disorder. And- My
0: stepsister is uh she's schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, she you know she she's on her meds. Yeah. And um, you know, we had a scare, a couple a little bit um recently, but um she's it's doing much run. better now. Yeah, it's a tough one. And so yeah, I mean everybody everybody every family has somebody more more than a few people, not just most listen, sometimes I say, I say to myself oh, really, everybody's yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I'm, I'm talking about violence. Yeah. I'm talking yeah, about somebody true. who, that's you know, true. is uh is going to shoot you right in your chest without even saying good morning. yeah Yeah. you know yeah uh louisa says my husband is bipolar it's definitely a roller coaster um yes yeah yeah bipolar i listen how many friends do i have what uh either bipolar you know that's uh that's another thing too man i god bless you i know all about it i work in the uh the academy i do the acting um I've, i've played the bipolar person, so we have to learn about all these mental illnesses. We're strictly talking about violent people, violent behavior, and how you need to be separated from people who are really just trying to get brunch on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Gina, Gina
0: F. Serious, I just drove to Florida from Connecticut. I'm a vet and have a CCL license. Uh, CCL, but couldn't get legally bring my gun. I felt vulnerable. Uh, then again, I follow the law.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. States, unless you have an HR two eighteen, you can't cross uh, certain states. You can't cross the boundaries, right? And You can't bring your firearm into the states. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is <clears throat> Oh, no, that's, that's
0: there's there's upsides and downsides to being yeah. uh, fifty states, and everybody is allowed to govern this themselves. Yeah. Sometimes it's it works in your favor, and sometimes it doesn't. Exactly. Um, yeah. um, just imagine if we were all run. You know, either like the way New York or California is, it'd be uh, this. I'd have to leave. I'd have to. I want to get out of here. Yeah,
1: that's insane.
0: Frank, Marsha, I will. I will move back to New York to vote for Angel if he does a bad job. I will <laughs> move back to Florida. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the intention will be on my wife, the uh, <laughs> beautiful first lady ever in the city of New York. There they you don't go. They talk to me. They just want to interview my wife. She'd be at the Met Gala by herself. <laughs> With a meat outfit like Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> what else we got here? Um, let me see. I you know since we were uh, let's go talk about this one for example because this is this is some bad news right here. Uh, this is a dad who went to a oh. Dallas Maver- Dallas Mavericks game with his 15 year old daughter. She got up to go to the bathroom and never came back. Luckily, she's still alive. They found her um, ten days later. These are the savages, like Angel would say, the animals. Now,
1: oh no, no, no! no. Don't call them animals because animals don't do shit like that. Okay, well, exactly. anyway,
0: all these people work in unison, coordinating these efforts to hijack girls. They got her out of, they got her out of Dallas, and she was exactly. found in Oklahoma City, in an American um, airline center. It's a sounds like a short stay hotel.
1: Those were eight people, right?
0: Eight people working uh, in uniform eight? in unison to uh supposedly the person that, that that took her out of the Dallas game was some guy who got uh got in on a scalp ticket. Either he's a ticket scalper or he bought a fake ticket.
1: So out of those out of those eight, did you notice um like you remember the one of these kids is doing his own thing? So there's two white folks mm-hmm. and the rest are minorities. Mm-hmm. Nobody will talk about that. Nobody will everybody wants to talk about white supremacy and what happened in Buffalo. God rest those people's souls and it was a horrible mm-hmm. racist thing. But white supremacy is not the problem in this country, my friends. It's a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. There ain't no white supremacy there. They kidnapped this girl and took her into sex trafficking. But nobody wants to talk about that because it makes you racist. Well,
0: what's interesting about this is just that you see this is a team of people. Now, everybody has a different job. I'm sure they probably doubled up. But there's one person or maybe two people that go inside this basketball game knowing that it's a crowded place. And they're looking. They're fishing. They're looking for a young, pretty girl that they can snatch up. And then you have um, those two people are probably uh, clever enough to, uh, to hoodwink this, this poor little girl into coming with them without making a scene. And then once they get her out of there, then there's the transport team probably that's responsible for transporting this this young girl out of the state to another state where she won't be found because, of course, everybody's going to be looking for her yep. in that state. And then you have, once she finally gets to this hotel, the people that are going to pimp, pimp her out. Now, the worst part, I mean, the, thank God the, the girl is still alive. It was a horrible 10 days for her. Um, the, the the most discouraging thing was um, from a from a parent's point of view is that when the father tried to get help from uh, the Dallas Police Department, they have some rules. Um, it's a rule similar to like what we have, where you got to report the incident where it happened. So if there's no sign of an abduction. Um, then you got to go home and report the girl missing from there, which. I don't know what difference it makes, but. And they should have just taken it from there and go all out, balls to the wall and try to find Listen, the first drug. thing.
1: The first, I mean, it's a stadium, right? The first thing you do is you you get the cameras. You say, well, she went to the bathroom. This is where she was. Do a camera canvas. You got a, you got a concise time of when she walked away from you. The group
0: that helped this guy out is called the Texas Counter-Trafficking Initiative. TXCTI. And those were the people who stepped up and helped the, the father out. Now, you know being former law enforcement this is something that's uh it's a bureau uh bureaucratic bureaucratic nightmare it's just uh policy and nonsense we're here to help people drop all the bullshit and get out there man shut all the freaking doors and let's uh, let's do a head count and find out where this little girl is why
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: why would a why would a dad be lying about this why would um You know, a a girl go to a basketball game and then just go leave her father there and go with her friends or something like that. It's just so, so stupid. And thank God for this group, uh, Texas Counter Trafficking Initiative. Hmm. And uh, they did an excellent job. They found her. (laughs) They found the girl, you know, and now she's home safe with her dad. I don't don't know how you ever leave the house after that. That poor girl, man.
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's. That's insane. I mean, listen, it's 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 like those girls that got kidnapped. Where uh, where was it? uh, In Cleveland, right, by that dude, and they held him in the house for twenty years or something like that. Fifteen years. Mm -hmm. That freaking animal that did that. I mean, those how are those girls ever the same? I mean, whether it's a day or it's twenty years, I mean, it's it's just trauma. I mean, you can never be the same, man. It's traumatic stuff. Horrible.
0: Yeah, man. I, those stories, they break my heart, man. You know, because anytime every, every you can relate to them, like, okay, I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you put yourself in that position. I have a daughter. We've been to a game, you know, this, that, and the other. What would I have done? You know? You panic, making, right? make it your sister, your brother. It doesn't happen. Then you reach out to the
1: police, and then they're like, well, we can't do anything. Go home and report. It's like, what the fuck? Do something.
0: Let's see That's what something.
1: the.
0: Girl Friday, shaking my head. On not starting from ground zero, from the ground zero. Yeah, you're right. You're right,
1: Well,
0: mm-hmm. Friday, you're hundred percent right. I don't know what these people were thinking, man. But that's the type of stuff to me. That needs a policy change.
1: Well, listen, and 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 to be fair, um, a lot of these departments, because of defund the police, uh, so like L.A. LAPD had to get rid of their sex crimes uh, unit, right, mm-hmm. because of the defund the police stuff. So we don't know if Dallas PD was shorthanded or they could they didn't have the right personnel to handle it because it is defund the police shit. Because it's affecting every large metropolitan city in this country, uh, taking away funds. You take away funds, you're taking away specialized units, you're taking away training, you're taking away, you know, uh, you're taking it from the police. So, you know, to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they just didn't have the resources to do it, you know? I mean... It's
0: crazy, yeah, you're right, it, but still, you know, I, I don't know, I, I didn't read anything like that. That wasn't part of the article, I'm sure. If it was, well, I'm sure, I'm sure they're not gonna mention well, it. It's yeah. just a dumb, it's just a dumb rule that you, ha- you have to go home to report it because uh, a missing is different over there than an abduction, right? Yeah. Listen, the person's not here. I came to this right, person we, we. with a game and they're not here. Well, yeah, shut the stadium down. We'll let's do we, something. Start canvassing and, and that's it.
1: You know, we got to find
0: Pony group. says, uh, You guys are great. Thank you so much for your information and a reality check. Okay, uh, let's go back. Let's see what else we got coming up. Which one is this one? Oh, man has over 10,000 in jewelry stolen by armed thieves in Brooklyn. So, the reason why I brought this story up is because both Angel and I, we were both in uh, investigative robberies at one time or another as detectives. And apparently that, that white Infinity that you see there driving by, they either went inside this bodega and peeped this guy. So Just imagine, you stop in the store, you peep this guy with a lot of jewelry, you look around, you don't seem like he's with nobody. And then you tell your boy, let's go back and get the gat and, you know, and get this you know this guy's got a lot of jewelry on and the reason why I can speak like that is because when you investigate robberies for a while um you you start thinking you have to if you want to catch your bad guys you start thinking the way stickup kids think
1: yeah you think like do. Yeah.
0: and whenever i come across somebody wearing a lot of jewelry first thing in my mind is stuck looking around where is his posse <laughs> you know yeah you know what i'm saying where's his boys at and yeah. if you're walking around you got a lot of jewelry especially nowadays
1: yeah you got to have a crew with you
0: you get because even if you're armed, you know what I'm saying? Even if you're armed, you get you catch uh, I'll show you this this one's next, but even if you're armed, you could somebody could catch you from from behind, slide wrap you, and, and you're gonna you they're gonna take your shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it, folks. I don't know why people do it. Um I don't do it. I don't wear anything. And it's not just because I'm broke. Um, but I definitely don't floss. I'm Not a kid anymore. That's your Jesus piece.
1: I'm gonna blind you guys with my diamond cross.
0: That's your Jesus piece. Um, I lost my Jesus piece, man. I miss it. But um, yeah. I, listen, folks, don't be flossing. You come to New York City, don't be flossing the jewelry right now. When I went to Brazil, as a matter of fact, when I was a kid, 19 years old, that's when we used to floss. That's when we had jewelry out in Brazil. Shit. Yeah, I know. We didn't know. We were, we were, uh, we were, you know, leaving New York where we were running things. And we brought all our nugget jewelry and everything oh like that. Oh, my
1: God. And I went we, to DR, man. And the lady tells me, she's like, Oh, pero eso también. So, de verdad. She's asking me if my chain was real. Cause, uh, you know, I was by the beach. Uh, and I told her, I said, Somebody comes to me. They better kill me because they're going to have a big fight on their hands. And she says, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I said, Don't look at my jewelry. I was on my wife. Uh, and they didn't bother me after that. But well, uh,
0: I remember when I was trying to get out of the hotel. Now, mind you, we're 19 years old. There's four or five of us. And, um, we were dressed to impress. We're gonna go out in Brazil, night of the town, in Rio de Janeiro, and we couldn't get past the debt. Everybody, no, 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 no. What's going on? Los banditos, los banditos. They're telling the banditos would tell take your jewelry, and, and we're like, nah, nobody's taking our stuff. They're like, no, no, they cut your head off. You he say they cut oh, your head off.
1: We yeah, went
0: upstairs. We we put it back. We weren't that smart as kids, but that's one thing smart we did. <laughs> Let's see.
1: Oh my God, that's crazy. Uh,
0: we have a little more than half of those watching who hit the thumbs up. Take a second to go click. Thanks. Oh, what are? I, I missed something. Human trafficking is real, Kelly. Work. I work with victims. Uh, yeah, we've had we've had a, a guest on the shows talk uh, on this show, as a matter of fact, talking about human trafficking. This thing trafficking is a multi multi billion dollar game. Yeah, and it's been, uh, I just missed out on a comment somewhere. Angel, you're setting yourself up to be targeted by one of Batman's supervillains.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm come.
0: Gina F., if you don't have a Christ head and capicios, I got nothing.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Capricci's.
0: Yeah. Capricci's. Even if I wear fake jewelry that looks real on vacation, I still worry people. Yeah, because they don't. Raquel, people don't know. Hi, Raquel. Hello,
1: welcome. We yeah, people you. don't
0: know. By the time they figure out your jewelry is fake, it's too late, man. Yeah,
1: right. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> now we're going to break this up. Oh, you know what? Let's do this story and then we'll we'll start having some fun. Uh, agenda-driven judge who cut teen rapper C Blue Loose is partially responsible for New York City crime search. In case you don't know, that's Carmen Williams. And uh he got involved in an altercation. Go ahead, you can take it over, Angel.
1: Well, he was stopped by um Police officers, they asked him to get his hands out of his pockets. He initially did, and he started stepping back, and then he put his hands back in his pockets. And when they went closer to him, he started to run and fight and resist and do all sorts of stuff. He ended up shooting a cop. Um,
0: well, the, 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 he didn't point the gun at the cop and shoot him. The, the, I think the gun went off when he was tussle. struggling. Yeah. yeah, yeah and the, and the bullet went through the During cop's the tussle, leg.
1: he shot a cop, right? In the leg. Yeah. Okay. During the tussle, he shot the cop. Um, he was arrested. And guess what? Because of criminal justice reform, they declined mm-hmm. to prosecute. Why? Because this non well, this liberal rogue judge. Do you have a picture of the judge? Because she's in the article there. Let's,
0: let's uh, see. I, I've seen a picture of her. She, so was so, she was so ugly, I didn't want to see it again.
1: She decided, <laughs> after watching the body cam footage, that he was cooperative and that the officers didn't have enough probable cause to approach him. Therefore, everything that happened after that was what they called fruits of the what, Mark? Poisonous Uh, tree. Poisonous tree. And they declined to prosecute. This, folks, is a perfect example of why the city is in the shit that it's in right now, because of people like this who want to be... Super justice heroes, right? Criminal justice, criminal reform heroes to these poor, poor criminals and forget about the law-abiding citizens and forget about the police. If these people can do this to cops and get away with it, what do you think they're going to do to you on your way to the grocery store or in the trip? Well,
0: you know, we had a story last week um, where uh, somebody who should have been in prison wasn't in prison and they wound up getting killed while they were on the street. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to sneeze. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello? Thank you. And this kid, he's a drill rapper. If People don't know. I don't know that much about drill rapping, but apparently drill rapping is a new form of rap. And it's all about guns and violence and shooting and stuff like that. Here's a kid who got away, literally, not with murder, but with shooting a cop. So does this guy's street credit go up? Absolutely. What, is, what goes up with him, too? The feeling of being untouchable. What happens after you bec- you feel like you're untouchable usually and you're a knucklehead? You're going to put yourself in many more situations like that and guess what's going to happen next. It's not going to be the cops who kill him. It's going to be somebody in the street. When he should have been serving his time, he probably would have come out Hopefully a little smarter, but he's going to be one of these people. Trust me. You're not saving these people's lives. You're not doing anything for all you're doing is giving them enough rope to hang himself and kill other people in the meantime. That's what
1: you're doing, folks. That's it. It's, um, listen, you can't, I put on my Instagram, uh, yesterday. I put a question. I said, everybody who's left the city or is planning to leave the city. What's the reason? Right now? One person who responded to me, I got like 80 responses. And I, I shared them with the, the you know, I posted their anonymously their responses. Now, one person said they were running from the cops when they moved to the suburbs or they moved out of New York State to go somewhere else. Now, one person said they were running from the cops. They all said it was crime, progressive policies, savages having no consequences, the property taxes. The lack of good uh, uh, housing, the lack of being safe—that's ironic
0: that you're saying that. Nobody moved. Nobody moved out of New York City because uh, the cops were harassing them, and the crime exactly. was so low. Nobody—I exactly. don't recall one person ever saying, I won. I won. "I'm getting out of New York because the car- the cops are harassing them. Then me. I
1: have, but then I have a retired a retired cop who shall remain nameless, right? Who's who who's saying, "Oh well, white supremacy is deeply rooted in our society." And this is the crime is a direct result. And it's like, dude, like, fucking stop. You did 20 years as a cop. You have a beautiful home. You have two beautiful cars. You have a beautiful family. Like, what are you talking about? Facts
0: are insignificant to people who have an agenda because they're so they don't want to be wrong. You can kill their own family members. That's what I said before on this show that, you know, the one thing that they all go back to is like, well, we'll wait till something like that happens to their family. They don't care. Sure. They don't care because they'll never admit that they were wrong. That person is blind. They're blinded by their own stupid ideas. And even if you kill their mother, their father, their kids, they're going to be like, no, it's all because of what you said or some other stupid reason. It's not because of the person, that that, that the criminal that killed them. Right. Or the system that lets people. these people out in the street. They can't admit it that they were wrong then.
1: It's always somebody. My, my sister goes back to paint chips. Like, that's one of her go-tos. Oh, people ate paint chips. and miss Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> crazy? Like- paint chips were delicious, by the way. Look at
0: me. I turned out fine. You know how many times I got thrown out of class and I used to have What's to go
1: that? stand, stand by the wall? Who was the kid in Baltimore? Uh, Freddie Gray was that his name? They, yeah, that was his. That was his uh, um,
0: defense. Yeah,
1: yeah, the defense of uh, well, he was dead, but they weren't defending him. But they, this was the civil lawsuit. They said was because he ate paint chips when he was when he was a kid and it fucked up his brain. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get
0: it. Chick Eastwood. so was taking down the mafia a good idea? Uh oh, whenever I see these FBI agents still going after mob members. The least of our problems right now. I was watching this documentary on Netflix about uh, Jerry Nasser. He was the uh, the U- United States uh, gymnastics Olympic Olympic doctor. He uh, sexually molested oh, I, yeah. every single girl that ever went through the Holy training, and that let alone made the Olympic team. Yeah. We're talking about over a thousand girls. He used to. He, you got to see the documentary, but. It's just um, the FBI was informed about it, too, and they did nothing.
1: I hate, so I'm sure you've seen this. I go back and forth with a lot of people like this on Twitter. Um, I worked with the feds, right, on the Joint Terrorism Mm -hmm. Task Force for seven years. 90% of the guys that I worked with were freaking awesome Mm -hmm. investigators. They were aces. There was a couple that were pieces of shit, right? Uh, One of them happened to be an ex-school teacher. Right. Goes to go figure. Right. He was a liberal fucking he was whatever. I won't say his name, but if he's watching, he knows who he is. Um, I hate shitting on the FBI as a whole. Right. Because I think that they have the same conundrum that that law enforcement has across the country. The the, the foot guys. Right. The people who are on the ground doing the, the work um, are generally good and smart and want to do the right thing. And then you have leadership who fucks it all up. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. I don't like putting down any type of law enforcement, and for yeah. the regular cop on the street or the regular agent that's out there doing their job, I'm. I think it's a. It's top heavy. We saw it firsthand, um, and we're seeing it now as this uh, investigation into the Trump investigation it keeps unfolding. Um, we saw them lying on the stand. That the guy who was the head—I forget his freaking name now. That asshole, right? Um, all all in cahoots with uh, with Clinton campaign and all this stuff. Uh, we, we're seeing it, you know. You could be the best agent in the world. The same way you could be the best cop in the world. If
1: if you uh, go yeah. to
0: to to investigate a case and your boss says shut it down, I got something else for you to do. Don't worry, we'll we'll get somebody else on that. You just go.
1: Yeah,
0: you're not you're not dead. Of you can't fight the. You know, it's you're like a pawn in the piece. So, uh, you know, the FBI's... Uh, who knows, you know, the U.S. Olympic team you're talking about. Are you going to open up a can of worms? Who's going to be the agent that, you know, takes this under? You know, it's a big undertaking. And thank God for the... Black eye.
1: Big black eye to, to the Olympics, right? Big black eye to the... Uh, oh, my God. The, the, US... guy
0: Penny, the guy, Penny, who was in charge yeah. of the Olympic team. Big you know, guy. you have this system where, you, you know, if a child reports um, any type of sexual abuse, they're supposed to... You know, tell I guess the nearest adult or their coach. So okay. the girl went and she told her coach. So that coach went and told her female. Instead of going to the police, she went and told her female coach. That female coach, instead of going to the police, went and told another coach. That coach, instead <laughs> of going to the police, went and told um, the the head trainer Bella's yeah, wife it's, they're from from Romania. Uh,
1: it's, 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 instead it's like, of her it's, going
0: to the police, she went to Michael Penny. Michael Penny was the head of the thing. And then he hired a private investigator.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like the Penn State thing, right, with Paterno. It was the same thing. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody went to Joe Pa. They wanted Joe Pa to take care of it instead of going to the police. And look what ended up happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They happened. keep passing the buck.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look at the chat. Peter Pronzo, all part of the ferguson Shalvin effect. Libs and BLM jumped on it. Law and order will return. It runs in cycles. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: we have to live through this cycle here in New York, and we're watching uh, beautiful people lose their lives. Because when we were
1: cops, that was our cycle, right? We were were Mm. in the 90s, and and Pete, you were on long before we were. um, You know, the crack wars and all that craziness. We used to have cheese lines on the corner, and they were serving people, you know, 24-7, you know, the cheese lines were there, and, and and we brought the city back from that. And it's like I've said it before. It's like rescuing a friend from imminent death, snatching him out of the jaws of death, and then watching him die a slow death, right, because of cancer or some shit. It, it's 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 horrible. It's horrible.
0: Let's see what we got. Ellen Barn, people are just crazy, man. And we I live in Belfast. It's just the same. Belfast, huh? Belfast is bad too, huh, Ellen? Oh my God! Where are we supposed to go? There has to be a better place. Heaven, that's it. Uh, okay, let's see. Where, where else we got? We have forty-eight minutes. All right. This is. Um, I'm going to show you a story that's pretty interesting. And uh, we'll start off with this guy. Well, we'll come back to this guy. Watch this. This is funny. This is um, how how edited tapes can make a a, a a huge influence on the way you see things. Obviously, the way we all see things. Okay. So let's see which one is this. Uh Entanglement. That's the long one. <laughs> okay, watch this. Okay, this is um this is a video of a fight that took place in the airport, okay? Uh this guy who's getting into a fight with the uh agent at the airport at uh, United Airlines, he's a former football player. Let's go back to the video. Watch, watch. You saw that shit?
1: Oh, he opened them up, too. <laughs> you want some more? You want more?
0: You see, now... I'm getting rid of it, but uh, I just want. Did you did you, did you see what happened there? Right. Wait, let me get you. You saw what happened there, right? The tra- the agent came out. And uh looked like they touched each other for a second. Then the agent smacked the guy right in the face, right?
1: left hand, and he didn't do shit to him. It had no efficacy whatsoever. <laughs> well, he
0: smacked the guy. He smacked that guy in the face. Now, that guy that he, he smacked in the yeah. face, remember I told you, yeah. he's a former football player. He played for the Denver Broncos. He was drafted what? in the third round. And he only lasted one season with them before he got uh, – he's playing in uh Canadian Football League. Yes, Canada has a football league ca- – um, calgary okay now the interesting thing is when you look at all the comments everybody's like good for that agent he had it coming to himself you know what i'm saying okay but what you don't realize is that that's an edited video there's more to the video a lot more Mm -hmm. and let's just see um this one's a little bit longer watch this is the whole thing you ready Okay, do you see my point there?
1: Wait, wait, wait.
0: Do you see my point there? It didn't play.
1: It didn't play. More. Well, didn't
0: play. What didn't play? None of it. No. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck me. All right. Let me try again. Entanglement. There we go. <laughs>
1: Wow, they left
0: all that
1: out.
0: All right. What we just witnessed right there was how many punches did that football player hit him with and throw at him before the guy actually hit him back?
1: Like six, right? Isn't that funny? Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Like the way
0: people can edit a video. Like so you watch that first part of the video and you're thinking that this agent at the airport got into an argument with him. There was a little touchy of the hands and then he just smacks the guy. and The guy punches him. The guy threw at least six punches at him, three or four, which have landed, which landed before the guy hit him back. Now, the reason why this altercation even happened was because, this football player, who's probably got, even though he only plays in Canada, he probably has a ton of money. Refused to use the five dollar cart that you can put your luggage on, and instead took a wheelchair. He took a wheelchair that was sitting there, threw his luggage on there, and started walking around with that. So I guess when they told him you're not supposed to use that, there was some words there, and then. Uh, and hopefully, the guy's not going. He's going to lose his job hopefully in uh, playing football in ca- in Canada anyway because that type what happened
1: nobody wants to follow the rules nobody wants to follow the rules it's just this is society right this is this is a this is a direct result of what what society is right now right nobody and the wants. worst
0: the worst part about it all is the jokes that come out so look at what this guy wrote <laughs> he, he looks like he caught the red eye <laughs> And then on the bottom of it says, he got the spirit knocked out of him at United. (laughs) Oh, man. It looks like he caught the red eye. That poor guy, man. And you know what kills me the most is, like, he probably has a tiny bit of boxing experience because he was doing all this weaving back and forth like that. And uh, he did dodge, like, two shots. But if you have the opportunity, after this guy just punched you three or four times in your face, why are you open-handing him?
1: Right, yeah. You have just and as much left, chance right? to le- it looked like he wasn't. It didn't look like he, when he took his stance, he was a softball. It looked like he was a right. But he hit him with an open hand. That's, and a left. He would have with a left, left. Just throw
0: a punch. That's it. What are you throwing smacks for? The guy just punched you in your face. If the guy smacked you in the face four times, all right, man, I could see. Maybe you want to try and smack him back. Yeah. But what are you doing? Um, oh, that's, that's stupid. It is. All right. We're running out of time, so I got a couple more videos right. before we got to say goodbye.
1: Time flies uh, when you're
0: having fun. Let's see what this one is over here. Let me see. Uh, oh, this one's funny. Now, I don't know where you guys worked as police officers if you're uh, on the job out there, but this, this, yeah, crime is crime, man. You got to be careful, okay? Whoa. Hey. Hey. Wake up!
1: (laughs) There's a Bud Light can sitting in there, and he's passed clean out. Bud Light can sitting there on the bench. Horace knows how to get home. I don't even know this is my call. I I found him
0: outside. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Amish guy. Wow! That's an Amish guy who uh, who who fell asleep. Behind the wheel, behind the horse. <laughs> yeah, know,
1: behind the wheel, behind the horse. Oh,
0: How boy. great is that?
1: That is awesome.
0: Oh my God.
1: I didn't see that. That's, that's, oh, it's hysterical. Great. What do you do, right? Yeah.
0: Do do? I guess they got to, you know, what happens is, uh, I watched a, a couple of these videos. What happens is, um, you know, people will call because, um, the Amish, once they get to a certain age, they're allowed to, uh, I think it's a, maybe a year or two where they get to, go sell their wild oats and figure out whether they want to still come back and be part of the community. And when they do that, they're allowed to get phones, and they're allowed to drink, and all these different things. And uh, he's probably on one of those. There's a name for it. I forget the name, but...
1: Did you hear what the cop said? The horse is going to get him home. Yeah, well,
0: the horse will get him home. (laughs) The horse knows
1: (laughs) where he lives. That's awesome. (laughs) I love Angel's face. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. (laughs) Thank you. Let's see uh, what we got
0: here. You know. Hi, uh, Mark. Culture of politics 2.0. Are they allowed to drink while conducting a horse? No, I think anytime you're operating a vehicle, you're not any type
1: of vehicle, you're not supposed to be
0: drinking legally.
1: Horsing, in the h we horsing while intoxicated.
0: Even the Amish are flouted in the law. Yeah, look, they're not even respected. <laughs> F the police. That's what I think he said right before yeah, he passed I, out. Right. Lorna McKenzie, the horse knows how to get home. She's laughing. <laughs> oh,
1: shit, that's funny! That is, that's... All right, let's
0: see if we have any more for you. Um, well, for those of you thinking about lying on the stand, we'll make this real quick. This is uh, I do don't know if people have been watching the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I tried my best to avoid it, and then I found that I watched this first piece, and then it drew me to it. So now I've been trying to catch up and watch as much as possible. It's really fascinating. Fascinating. But- yeah, this is why you don't lie on the stand. And this is what happens when you lie on the stand to a great lawyer. Watch what happens to this poor girl.
1: You have not donated the $7 million, donated, now pledged, donated the $7 million divorce settlement to charity. I use pledge and donation synonymous with one another.
0: They but I something. don't.
1: Misheard. I don't use it synonymously.
0: That's how donations are paid. Ms. Heard. (laughs) respectfully, that's not my
1: question. As of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the ACLU. Yes or no?
0: I have not yet.
1: And as of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Correct?
0: I have not yet. Johnny
1: sued me. So as of today... You have not donated, paid $7 million of your divorce settlement to charity, right? I have not been able to fulfill those uh, those uh, obligations yet. <laughs> and that's because you did want something, didn't you? I didn't want anything and I didn't get anything.
0: Well, mm-hmm. the reason why I show that to you is, uh, well, just thinking about the way we used to have to testify in court. And, uh, you know, dealing with lawyers, that lawyer is very, very good, by the way. And the situation there is she was saying that she gave she she pledged the money and she really didn't give any. She had 13 months from the time she received the seven million dollars from Johnny Depp to at least make one payment or t- nothing. Not one payment did she make. There was a, a two hundred thousand dollars that were giving on on Johnny Depp's behalf. Because he goes, oh, you want to donate the money? I'll do it for you. So he did a hundred thousand here, a hundred thousand there, and then she said, no, 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 I'm the one who gets to give the money away. So then he had to give it to her legally, and then <clears throat> from that point on, she gave nothing. But she thinks she gave it because she pledged it. She pledged it. So right. I want to say to you right now, in front of all our people in the chat and anybody who watches this uh, episode in the future, if you decide to run for mayor, listen to me. I like you. We've been to working together. I am. I am going to pledge ten million dollars to your campaign. <laughs> okay? I want to tell you something. I'm pledging.
1: I want to tell you something.
0: Ten million dollars right here I'm a, and now.
1: I might be the only human being on the face of this earth that hasn't watched one minute of that stupid ass trial and has That's, never watched and has never watched a Kardashian episode. I got I, 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 Listen,
0: I'm not. A, I, I'm not. I didn't watch the Kardashians I've that much never either. But watched
1: one minute of that idiot Johnny Depp. This stupid ass that has an accent all of a sudden. Um, Him and his narcissistic stupid self and the stupid chick that shits on the bed. Not one second, and I won't.
0: All I'm saying, uh, forget about what's... I'm just showing you a point in court. Be careful what you're going to say. under Because the funny thing is, she said, you know, you go for... Before you go into these trials, you go for uh, a deposition. They're basically going over what you're going to talk about in trial. And she's given a statement in a deposition and then she forgets her lawyers don't go over with her or whatever but she starts saying what she wants to say there and then no narcissists they don't give a but shit But no but what happens is when you're in court and then the lawyer goes back to okay can we go back and they show you the deposition like a videotape deposition where she said that and then you see everybody in the court laughing like are you an idiot like how could you
1: she keeps getting caught in these lies? They're taking um, up court time putting on a show. It's well, dis- whatever, conspiracy. bro. It's the
0: greatest show on earth, bro. And Chick Eastwood it says Johnny Depp is worth eight hundred million. I think he might have been total at one point, but when you spend a hundred, I think it was a hundred and forty thousand, hundred and sixty thousand dollars on wine a month. Um, you're probably running out of the money. No, I'm telling you, this guy that the, the two of them they they burned the money, they put the money in the middle of uh, the living room and they set it on fire anyway um matt Carr also says i haven't watched any of it um and says "Her girl fried angel i agree with you just left a comment on bill cannon's channel telling him it's not my cup of tea um yeah listen i like i said the, the first thing that caught me was uh the, that little thing between um and donating and I just found it fascinating because when you talk to sociopaths lie. they lie to you right to your face oh yeah and if you catch them in a lie they don't go okay you got me they dig a bigger hole yeah, and you keep catching a sociopath they'll dig a hole to the bottom of the earth <laughs> and if you watch I'll leave you on this you want to watch a really good documentary it's about this woman that wrote a book on uh, what's those c- honor crimes? Mm. You know, when they uh, in the Muslim countries, when they kill oh, the, the daughter, yeah, yeah. The she stoning, said,
1: of, there was a movie, the stoning of something. Uh, she
0: said her best friend was killed by uh, her father and her uncle for dating somebody. The The book went on to become a bestseller and she was on Oprah. And they sold more books when she was on Oprah. And then somebody from her country, a woman of power in there who's a very intelligent woman, um, she started picking apart the, She read the book and she read so many uh, things that were wrong in there. Turns out it was a complete fabrication. A complete oh. lie. Everything about oh. it was a lie. Are you she serious? had no friend. Nothing existed. Oh, everything. Oh, and then they go back to talk to her again. And she's like, I didn't make and it up. And they keep catching her in lies, and she keeps lying. It's like my kid it's was really cool. It's a fascinating <laughs> thing to watch. Somebody lie, <laughs> they well, get caught, and, they, and then they keep lying.
1: Any parent can relate to that. Kids oh, do this yeah. shit all the time. You know,
0: <laughs> anyway, folks, we went over. But uh, I hope you had a good time joining us tonight. Listen, this Thursday I'm going to be in, um, in Delaware. If anybody lives there... And or close, you want to come. I'm going to be, uh, what's this place? The House of Laughs. House of Laughs, uh, 1206 North Union Street in Wilmington, Delaware. And I'll be with Honest John, who I was on White Boys in the Hood with. It's going to be hosted by Bill Scully. Kevin Lepka's opening up. Uh, it's me and uh, Honest John. And if you're in Delaware, anywhere near there, come through. We'd love to have you. It's going to be a good time. Showtime starts. Uh, what time does the doors open at 8? And the uh, show's probably at 9. Anything you want to plug?
1: Um, I shared the GoFundMe for Chiara Te's family on my Twitter. It's at Big Man. If you could donate, um, I think her funeral is tomorrow, or her wake is tomorrow. <laughs> the funeral is Wednesday. If you got it in your heart, you have any money huh, to give to these poor, this poor family, um, donate if you can. That's all I got. Bendiciones. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Appreciate it. All
0: right, it. folks. Lorna McKelsey, uh Mackenzie. Little Mermaid, Louisa, Girl Friday, Pauline Buckles, Jamie Pimpintel, Bill Ryan, London Girl. want to help me out here? Okey doke. Seven. Mermaid,
1: Ruth Frank, Griffin, Frank Marcia, Peter Pranzo. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Girl Friday, McKella, Matt Carr, Antonia, oh, yeah, Kim Alliston.
0: Atomic Punk New York City, Chick Eastwater. Thank you, guys. Look at all these people. Oh. And before we go, I also wanted to say this. I thought about starting off the show with this. But um, the people in the chat and uh, the people that are watching the show, um, you guys, it's such a pleasure to to to, to be able to put the show together for you. Everybody, You know, I, um, a lot of people I talk to, you know, that are either comedians or actors, now they're all wanting to do podcasts. And they start asking me about it. And I just think back to, man. Thank God I just started it. Uh, Bill and I just started. We just did it because knowing like how how, to have an audience to actually be able to talk to is just the the best thing in the world because, you know, a lot of people are doing these podcasts and there's nobody listening, man. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you guys uh, tune in every week and you pay attention. So like I said, this Thursday, there won't be a show. And next Monday, there won't be a show either because it's uh, we want you guys to enjoy your holiday. So, I guess we'll be getting back together next Thursday. Um, Next uh, Monday. uh, What? Well, two Mondays. Maybe, you know, I'm going to try to talk you into coming on that Thursday. We'll
1: see. I I pledge my time to you. All
0: right, brother. (laughs) All right, all the best to you. Um, Enjoy your week, and uh, we'll talk again soon, next week. Bye-bye.
1: Adios.